Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. John, I am, I'm happy to be here today. <laughs> I'm happy, too. I are mean, you... I was about to say something else, but I just said I'm happy. You seem so, like yeah. you're persevering. <laughs> well, let me tell you, you know, I did something pretty amazing today for me. I'm, oh, yeah? I'm not technically medically, well, mechanically inclined, sorry. Sure. Medical, yes, I can put a Band-Aid on the scratch, but <laughs> mechanically, uh, I am not. So, uh, my, I have a Volvo, who's like 12 years old, the yeah. car is... And uh, for some reason, the ignition got stuck. And of course, you're 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 an auto guy. You, yeah. know, you know all this stuff. So I did this thing where I went on YouTube and said, you know, very detail. I can't turn the key ignition. You know, locked out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, I found the, the the process to do it, and I did it, and I was successful, and I was so happy. There you go. I was like a kid, like <laughs> with an A you know, on a spelling test, going, "Look what I did!" You know, well, that's so. about you didn't give up, right? You didn't quit, and that's you just right. kept at it, and you found that's an right. answer. And, that's and so, what, if it does again, I know what to do. That's yeah. right. So that's what persevering is all about. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, you know, on the show here in a few minutes, that's the virtue that is in the October um, edition of the Narrow Road, and it's one I wanted to talk about on the show because. Perseverance is is such a a, a a virtue that we need to have in our life. Like it's such a a vital virtue to our faith walk, and we'll get into that in just a second. I just want to say first of all, thank you again to Covenant Eyes for sponsoring us, guys. We've talked about it. You know, you got the free trial out there. Go do something about this if you're struggling with pornography. Go safeguard your house, your home, your family, everyone you love. Go download that free trial. Check it out. I know you're going to love it and all the other things they do to support it. It's not just a program about blocking pornography. They also have programs like Strive and all these other things they do to help a man not only be blocked from pornography and get an accountability partner, but also they have material there that helps you understand why you're struggling and how to stop struggling uh, in in accordance and in, in hand in hand with the software that they use. So go check that out at start.comingtoeyes.com uh, slash pew. Uh, I want to mention again the pilgrimage that we we posted the other night. We had a bunch of people sign up oh, yeah. uh, already wow. to go with Father Larry and I. So it's amazing. There's a lot of people that have said, "I want to go." I've never been. I had lunch with somebody here in the diocese today of Memphis that said they're they're you know they printed out the brochure and they're wanting to go. Um, so come and join us. You know you can go to selectinternationaltours.com/slash/john-edwards. You can also go to their website and just in the search bar type in my name and it'll pull it up. If it's a little hard to catch all that as I'm saying it on the air, but you can go there. You can sign up. You can find out all the details. I'm so excited about this to go and walk in the footsteps of Christ with Father Larry and myself, and we'd love for you to join us. So you can do that again at selectinternationaltours.com slash john-edwards. Again, that trip is in 2023 in May. So you've got plenty of time to prepare, and hopefully we're past some of this COVID stuff that we're still struggling with every day. Um, Next, I just want to talk to you about a new page we have up on the website. We redid the Book Me page. So now you can go there to sign up or to find out more about the pilgrimage. You can go there to find out about how to uh, bring me in to speak to men's groups, to have parish missions, um, conferences, all of those things. They're all listed out in there, and you can find out more and more information about all of that. And it's really, uh, I'm really impressed with what they did to sort of separate this out, make it easy for people to contact us about whatever it is 
that they might want me to come do. And and again, I love doing that. I'm looking forward to this Paris mission coming up in New Mexico in a couple of weeks. Um, I'll put together some talks for that and just to come and share with the parish over a course of a couple of days. It's going to allow me to train uh, the men there in the parish to lead and start men's groups. And then they're going to use the discounted price of the narrow road to get those groups going. So I'm really excited about that. Again, Victor, that's where my heart is. That's what I want to do is go make those long lasting changes. So if you're a deacon, a priest, a DRE, a, a guy that's just at a parish that wants a group like you and I have talked about, Victor, so often, then reach out to us on that Book Me page and we'll put something together and we'll come out there and we will help get that going in your parish and in your area. Uh, again, that's the Book Me page at justagownthepew.com. Um, for the guys that just want to get in the narrow road uh, on their own, we have that 50% off that's still running every month. So if, you're, if you've heard about it, you want to try it, you can go to justagownthepew.com, click Community, uh, and then join there, and you'll get your first month at $15, uh, plus the shipping of the book. So right around $19.99, and you can try it out. If you like it, then you'll stay in it, and the price will go back up to $25. But at least you have that first month at a reduced price to try it and see if it is for you. We have over a, you know 130 guys in there right now from all over the country, and it's growing every day, and the brotherhood is just growing. It's just a lot of fun to be in there and, and uh, joining these guys as they start walking towards uh, virtue and holiness. So all that can be found at justgownthepew.com. Victor, you know, we started the show talking a little bit about perseverance mm. um, and just what it means in our life. And this is the virtue in the narrow road this month. And I, I wasn't kidding. I think this is one of the most vital virtues that we need in our Christian walk. And it's one that we you can, you can look around and see that it's lacking in a lot of people. Um, you know, we live in a culture and a time and a world these days where it's just easy to give up. It's easy to quit something, right? We've sort of taught ourselves, you know, if I don't like it, if it's difficult, then I'll just quit it and I'll go do something else, whether it's a job or or a relationship in our life or a sport or something like that, you know, or, or working out or whatever it is. We just say, you know what, if I don't feel like it, if I don't, if, if it's making me feel a certain way or if it's difficult for me now, then I'll just give up. And we do that a lot in our faith. You know, all it takes is, is for instance, for me, you know, my mother dying and I gave up on God for a long time in my life. All it takes is a difficulty or a hardship or maybe ridicule from people in the world for living your faith the way you do. And we can quickly turn away from Christ and from God. So, you know, I think we have to start off saying, first of all, that the journey of a Christian is a long one, right? The Christian life is about more than just a momentary conversion or a temporary feeling of closeness to Jesus. And I think that's where a lot of people we get in trouble is we think, well, I've, you know, I've been baptized or I've given my life to Jesus and that's it. I'm good for the rest of my life. Um, and when I need him, I'll go to him. When I don't, I'm not worried about him. Um, and when this feeling wears off, then I'll just go back to life as usual. Uh, it's, it's about a lifelong conversion of our hearts and of our actions, right? Of, of not just uh, the way we feel in the moment, but how we actually turn to to choose to turn and live our life from that point forward. And that's why we need that virtue of, of, of um, perseverance. That's where that comes into play. Uh, you know, perseverance, to define it, is having persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And that's where a lot of us fail, right? We have these mountaintop moments or times get difficult and hard and we just kind of turn away from it and we dive into our other things, our, our other vices, the other things that, that self-medicate and make us feel more comfortable than what we could feel sometime in our faith. Well, it's, it's always difficult, you know, and in, in a sense, that's why it's perseverance is, is a verbiage that means continuation through strife or through suffering. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where whenever you're growing, whenever you're trying to do something that you're not accustomed to, 
those first few days, those first few steps are going to be difficult, like studying or doing a starting a diet or exercise yeah. routine. But the thing is, when you see results, that's when you go, look at this. This is, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. And same thing with prayer, like doing a rosary or, you know, start do, spending more time in the Gospels, just praying the Gospels, singing the Psalms. Those things, you kind of get more strength from God and, and, and for our faith. The more you, you seek God, the more you receive from Him. And that perseverance is, is there because you continue want to be there and love Him and be present with Him. But also, it's like it's for us to make sure that the selfishness that is always behind us yeah. creep back in and, and distort that relationship that we've already established. Sure. No, you're exactly right. And it's really a defining characteristic of someone that is truly living their life mm-hmm. for Christ is no matter what comes my way, no matter what hardships, no matter what difficulties, no matter if I feel God or I don't feel God, I'm still going to do what he wants of me because I understand the relationship that we have, that personal relationship, what he's done for me, and that it requires a response from me through all things. And that the one thing in my life I can't be wishy-washy on is my relationship and my faith walk. Right, that's the thing I can't give up, and and you know it's it it really is the key virtue to being successful in the life that Christ has called us to, you know it's through that grace that comes through that perseverance. That's His grace um, that we can learn to persevere in all the aspects of our life and our relationships. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes about perseverance comes from Saint Maria or Jose Maria Escrivia, and he says, "To begin is for everyone; to persevere is for saints." Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're talking about here. How many times, as victors, we look back, um, and this is not to talk down about anybody or or to make anybody feel less than anybody else, but it's just the truth. How many men have we seen come and go through our men's group? You have those guys that persevere, that are there every week, that know that they need it in their life, that are there not only to receive but to give of themselves. And, and they're there, and they realize what it does in their life, and they persevere on those nights that I just want to sit in the chair and pour a stiff drink because I had mm-hmm. a hard day, or I just want to watch the game that's on, or I just, you know, I don't feel like going this week, but they continue to show up. It's because they know it's made a difference in their life. And those are the men that, as you said, are receiving more graces or are moving further along in the journey. Then the guys are just like, you know what? When my life gets hard, you'll see me. You know, when you need me, when, when, when everything else isn't working, I'll be there for a couple of weeks, but then I'll be gone again. And this isn't to, to say no one is welcome, right? Everyone's welcome to join us if you come once or you come, you know, a few times. But that's the difference is persevering. How many nights, I can't even tell you as a leader of the thing, I didn't want to go, but I knew I needed to. And mm-hmm. I knew other people depended on me. I knew it's what God wanted of me. And so I put myself aside. And, and I started to, to persevere through all those difficulties, right? And that's what this life is about. This is what a Christian walk is about. That's why Jesus said, pick up your cross and carry it daily, right? Jesus didn't say, hey, lay back, relax, eat some grapes, you know, run through the tulips when you feel good, and, and it's going to be a cakewalk. No, he talked about how difficult the Christian life is, and the only way that we can continue to walk in it the way that we're supposed to is to persevere through it, right? It's through his grace, through his strength, through our love and our knowledge of him that drives us forward all the time. And you know, so I want to talk about what this looks like in our life, you know? I mean, when you talk about this, you could talk about it in a way that's just, you paint it as it's the easiest thing in the world. But what men really want to know, and what we're trying to show in, in, in The Narrow Road every month, is how do we live this virtue in the relationships in our life, right? How does it become real? Because you could say, I want, to, I want perseverance, but where, how, when, when do I do it? Where's the opportunities? And they come every day in those small moments. So I would talk for a minute about with, with God, right? Let's start there. Like the number one relationship in our life, you know, what does perseverance do with God? 
It allows us to stay true to him. And what he, what he asks of us, no matter how we feel, right? And, and we, there's so many Bible verses where you can, you can look in the scripture and, and, and Jesus says, like in Matthew 24, 13, but the one who perseveres to the end will be saved, right? He says again in Luke 21, 19, in a different way, you know, by your perseverance, you will secure your lives. Like this is what it means to follow God. And there's so many people that base how they follow God on their feelings. But faith isn't about feelings, it's about fidelity, right? It's about doing for God no matter how you feel. And and there's so many people that we can look at, like first of all, Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a she proclaimed all the work she did, one of the most famous people, like as a Baptist, I can remember knowing who she was and knowing who John Paul II was and never had it, stepped in a Catholic church. But I knew who those two were, especially her, because of all the things she was doing in the world that were just everyone was captivated by. And and through the midst of this, she tells people, I didn't even feel the presence of God for 50 years of my life. She said to her people, I see, I feel a darkness in my prayer, in what I'm doing, in my services, everything she did. She didn't feel God for 50 years of her life. So how did she continue to do the things that she did? She persevered anyway because she understood that God loved her and that she loved him and he called her to do something and she did it no matter what. She didn't base her faith on feelings. She persevered through that desolation, through that removal of, of feeling God, and was still able to do the things that he asked. And that's why she's a saint. Back to the point of, not you know, to begin is for everyone and persevere is for saints. That's the difference. You look at somebody else like St. Paul. I mean, for gosh sakes, the guy was beaten and thrown off of mount, you know, hills and stoned and shipwrecked and bitten by a snake and eventually beheaded. Mm. How does one go through all that and still continue to write so beautifully about God and about everything else. I want to read some of those Bible verses here, some of those scripture verses. This is some of the things he's saying through the midst of all of these struggles and these trials and these difficulties. Brethren, I do not consider that I've made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is him saying like, I understand the end game. Right, And this is hard, but I love him. He came and he pulled me away from this murderous life of killing the people that followed him and and living detrimentally to him. And he called me, gave me a second chance. And so I will will do everything I can to to get that prize and to help other people uh, find it too. You know, it says in Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. That's the other reason to start persevering is that God is faithful in the promises he's made to us. What he said is true. And as long as we hold up our end of the bargain and we do what's asked of us, we're going to receive that reward that St. Paul was talking about in the previous verse. You know, you hear from St. Paul again, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Again, what are we reaping? That prize he's talking about. That's Galatians 6, 9. Second Thessalonians 3.13, as for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. Again, he's saying persevere, persevere, persevere. Um, this is one of my favorites from 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Right? Again, endure, persevere mm-hmm. through all this. This is St. Paul who who had a harder road to hoe than most people ever will in their life, right? Lived in one of the toughest times to, to, to be a Christian. And he can write beautifully about this because no matter what, he was going to persevere because he understood the love of God for him and what he was called to do. 
James says similar things. Count it all joy, my brethren, when you meet various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. Lacking in nothing by persevering through all your trials in life. That's James 1, 2 through 4. And then he follows it up in uh, chapter 1, verse 12. With blessed is the man who endures trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. You know, there was one time in my life when I was younger, I was playing basketball, I was going to school. I was asked to to get in this play because we didn't have a lot of guys my age in the school. It was a small school. I didn't want to do it. I was scared to death of trying to memorize all these lines. It was Tom Sawyer. I wound up getting the part when I tried absolutely not to be able to get it. I was trying to get out of it. And I remember, you know, a few weeks in, I went to my basketball coach and I said, something's got to give and it's not going to be basketball. I want to quit this play. And he told me, he said, John, if you quit this, you're going to regret it. All these people are going to be let down. You know, you've made you've made a commitment. You've said you would do this. You're going to let everybody down and you're going to regret it in the end when somebody else is up there doing what you, what you were called to do, what you were asked to do. Little did I know, I went home, I took him his word, I persevered through all of it. I wound up just doing really well in the play, had a great basketball season, had good GPA. Is there GPA. a VHS recording? No, uh, maybe, I don't we'll know. We'll put that on the podcast next sure. time, the link, I guess, on but, the web, right? But the thing was, Victor, these prize, <laughs> this reward that they're talking about in Scripture, mm-hmm. like a few weeks later, they had this end-of-the-year event. And apparently, I didn't even know this, but they gave out a scholarship every year to a guy and a girl who and it was all based on grades what how involved you were Mm -hmm. active you were in things and my parents got a scholarship for two thousand dollars to help us go to that school the next year because i didn't quit that play then my basketball coach said that he's like if you had quit you wouldn't have gotten that Mm -hmm. and at the time because he was on the board and so he encouraged me and i received a gift from my parents because i refused to give up and i refused to quit when it was difficult and that's what paul is trying to tell us here in a much bigger way with christ so we have to just look at this as it's not about our feelings, it's about our fidelity and persevering in what uh, God asks of us. Well, you're, you're making a connection, uh, obviously, is that you know the, the Scriptures is kind of like the foundation of faith, and Christ's words is the, the food that feeds us, the hope and the love. And, and on top of that is the lives of saints are, shows us how to implement that. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a, a process of a map of, of how to live and the Gospels fully out is by reading by listening to Christ's words, but also studying the lives of saints who had a lot of suffering. Sure. And we can draw a lot from that because some of those things we share on a daily basis, you know, like in a sense of isolation or anything like a sickness or a disease or a loss of a loved one. I mean, all these saints had the same experience sure. and they sought to get through it with the help of Christ and their faith. Right. And that's what the scripture does. It gives us those examples. And I mean, it, it just shows us, like I said, again, St. Paul, that can say something like, I've fought the good fight. Yeah. I've run the race and I've kept the faith right before he's about to get beheaded, right? <laughs> that he could be joyful in what he's done because he knows he's not up for this world, that he's living for the next world. I want to talk a little bit about it with like your relationship with your wife too. You know, what it means in marriage. You know, I do means for life. When we say it, we should mean it for that. Um, unfortunately today, marriage has become basically a short-term lease with an exit clause for a lot of people. And those are the people that still want to get married. A lot of people today don't even think marriage is, a, they think it's a custom of the past and it restricts them from living their fullest life or whatever, right? Yeah. So they don't decide to get married, but even if they do, I do is become will see. 
right? And, and so many people are walking away. And I, look, if you had a divorce, I'm not trying, I don't know your situation. I'm not looking down on you, but we're all going to have struggles in our marriages. There is no perfect marriage, right? We're, we're called to lay down our lives for our wives. Christ, again, didn't say that would be easy. Lay down your life for your wife the way that Christ laid down his life for the church. How did he lay down his life for the church? By getting beaten, tortured, spit on, slapped, all of those things. Now, hopefully, you know, you're not experiencing those physical things right. in your marriage, but that doesn't sound easy. And, and marriages aren't easy. We have to we have to persevere through these difficulties and not turn and run and not abandon our wives when things get hard or or allow them to abandon us, right? We should do whatever we need to do to keep these things going together. And the whole reason I even know what it means to persevere in marriage is because I had the example of my wife, of Angela, who stayed with me when she had no reason to, right? Other than the vows she made to God and persevered through it. And we have a marriage that we never thought we could have because of her understanding whether she knew it or not, the virtue of perseverance and what it meant in marriage. So guys, like this month, we're going to spend a lot of time in the near road talking about that. There's a reflection in there for that. And you get a week to spend working on how to persevere if you're having difficulties in your marriage with your wife. You know, one of the next things is with my kids, right? How do we persevere with our children? And you say, well, what do you mean persevere? Kids are usually pretty good and it's not difficult. Look, fatherhood is hard. (laughs) Being a father is hard. I remember picking Jacob up in the hospital the first night and going, man, this is what I wanted. I got a boy the first time and I just have dreamt of having a boy and I can't wait. And then I went to bed and I woke up the next morning and I picked him up and I was like, I'm scared to death. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. What if I do something wrong? What if I teach him the wrong thing? What if I'm not a good dad? What if I'm not? And we've all had those thoughts, right? We've all made mistakes. We've, you know, we've all sat there and listened to the devil tell us we're not good and we're failing and Maybe we've had children that grown have grown older and they've made choices that aren't the ones we agree with and we're hard on ourselves and we say, what did I do wrong? Or where did I go wrong? Maybe I'm just not the father I, I, that other people are and I should just give up even trying. No, we're called to persevere because that's how our children are going to learn how to persevere is us exemplifying that in their life, right? Of being that father that never lays down, that never quits. Um, you know, it's about persevering through all our feelings and, 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 and learning from all of these things, right? Learning from our mistakes and saying, I'm going to get back up again and be different this next time. So guys, there's a week in there on that too. And Victor, I know you know you're a father of, of a child, you know, a younger girl and an older girl from a, a previous marriage that, you know, and so you fully understand well the difficulties of having one, you know, multiple children, but two, one that, that uh, you know, isn't your biological child. Mm-hmm. And there's a difficulty in that, but yet you've persevered through, I'm sure what some of those difficulties have been. Well, it's one of those things where you realize in order for a child to be happy, even though there may be a disagreement on how it ended, the previous marriage, you know, Christy was married prior to, um, and but we made it work because it was for the benefit of her. Sure. And that's what we need to focus on. We can't be so sucked into our desires, our needs, and our anger towards that person. It takes a lot to do sure. that. Uh, and not everyone can get that point. But realize that you don't want to punish the child for something that something else happened. Sure. That... Yes, you may have been left, or the other person left you, or whatever. I mean, that's pain. I get it. I understand. But the family still needs to be intact in one way or the other. Sure. And, I mean, it's just, I'm, you know, you've told me about some of the difficult times. Mm-hmm. and you've, Yeah, you've, you put me on the spot. But I yeah, that's all right. Yeah. And, but, but, 
you know, I apologize if you weren't, you know, <laughs> appreciative of that. But no. it's just, it came to me while we're talking that sure. you're a perfect example of what it means to not just have the easiest route, you know, with family on some things. And, you know, so many other people cut and run, but you stayed and you persevered. And, it, and I know that a lot of that has to do with the man you are of faith. And, and that's why this is so important. So, again, there's one more category here, right? We talked about God. We've talked about our, mm-hmm. our wife. We've talked about our kids, our neighbor. And this is, this is really probably the hardest to persevere in our life because you're called to, to like everybody, not love everybody, or love everybody, not right. like everybody. But it, it's hard to truly live like a Christian in today's post-Christian world. I mean, it hurts to care and be rejected, right? I, I was at the grocery store the other day and I opened the door for an old lady and she basically said, what do you think you're doing? Do you think I'm not capable of opening the door? I didn't ask you to do that. Please get out of my way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my parents told me to be nice. And like, yeah. this is that's all I'm trying to do. And the woman, I'm trying to be Christian here and lead a good example. And she basically cussed me out for it, you know? And it hurts to lose friends. It hurts to put yourself out there and try to be different, right? But God calls us to it. You know, Jesus told us that following would be hard, that it was hard for him. And that's why exactly, that's exactly why we need men to stand up and be different and persevere it through it all. Because the world needs a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And it needs men who deliver you know who deliver that wake-up call and are going to be the ones that persevere through all the hardship and difficulty in an effort to live the life that christ has called us to live that's what makes a difference if no one out there is persevering if everyone's laying down if everybody refuses to get off the mat right then then we're going to be in the same situation we're always in and we're going to be looking at the next person well when are they going to do something when are they going to do something when are they going to get up and make a difference we need men to stand up and make a difference in the world. And the only way you can do that is by learning to persevere through all the difficulties so that the world sees that no, no matter what is thrown at me, the world, the devil, anything, the trials, the tribulations, the difficulties I go through, I, it doesn't change the man that I am. It's not about my feelings. It's about my loyalty, my belief, my love, and my relationship with God and the man that he has called me to be and the man that I want to be for him. And so any difficulties that come our way, and many of you may be facing them right now, we need to learn this virtue of perseverance. And guys, if you want to learn to be to live these virtues and how to really put them into practice in your life, I'm asking you, give the narrow road a shot. Not so we make money to support the ministry, but so that you can start to learn these things and how to actually practice them in your life. Because we need men that are built up with these virtues that we keep talking about. Perseverance being one of the chief ones. We can't have guys quit. This world is full of give everybody a trophy, and if you don't like it, go do something else. But we can't do that with our faith, right? Christ didn't do that to us. He doesn't deserve us to do that to him. And so if we want to make a change in the world, then we got to be the men that he's asked us to be no matter what. And we do that by learning to persevere through all things. And you can find that narrow road at justaguyinthepew.com. So all right, guys, I hear that music. The only difference between a sinner and a saint is that the saint keeps getting back up after a struggle no matter how difficult it is to do. So let's pray for the grace to be like them and to persevere through all things. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Today's world can make it so easy to give up on ourselves and those we love. The devil sets traps for us to fail, to fall, and to be discouraged everywhere we look. When we experience difficulty, help us to get back up and persevere the way the saints before us did. And Father, grant us a determined heart to persevere and do whatever it takes to show the world your love and your truth. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com. 
or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com. <laughs>